Hey guys, welcome to Forged in Fire, where we overturn culture for the kingdom and ignite you to burn by exposing truth to a generation. We are your hosts, Dom and Jenna. Welcome back to Forged in Fire, everyone. We are your hosts, Dom and Jenna. Let's go. Boo, what's the word on the block today? All right, y'all. So this is a very near and dear topic to my heart, and I feel like it will bring clarity to some, and if it doesn't apply to you, that's okay. But I think we all, as as sons and daughters, as Christians, we can find ourselves stumbling in this area at some point in time in our life, and we're going to talk a little bit about the orphan spirit, talk a little bit about orphan mm-hmm. tendencies, and I'll just I'll just start out, out the gate. I struggled with this so much in my early Christian life. Okay, I love my parents. My parents were phenomenal parents bringing us up. But I did take on an orphan spirit early on. Um, and I, I struggled with my identity in Christ. I didn't really know my worth was in God. Right. I struggled with knowing if I was good enough. I struggled to know if if I was accepted. Right. And this was in an earthly perspective in my own family. I didn't mm-hmm. necessarily believe that I was going to amount to anything. There were many times where I heard things like that, that because of my my lack of maturity, I would just I wouldn't ever succeed in life. And so I adopted this perspective of being an orphan, basically orphan spirited. Now, my parents are still married to this day, thank God. And and I was not an actual orphan, but it's a spirit that I received. And I pulled that from my earthly father, and then I began to apply it with my heavenly father. And I want to talk a little bit about the dangers of the orphan spirit, right? Orphan tendencies. So I'm going to start in prayer. Father, we just pray over everyone listening today. Holy Spirit, we ask that you would encounter every listener. We ask, Holy Spirit, that you would reveal every place in our heart that might be hiding, that might be shielding itself from the spirit of truth. We ask, Holy Spirit, that you would encounter every heart, encounter every identity, and God, that you would strengthen your people. In Jesus' name. So, I struggled with this orphan tendencies, right? I I struggled to have confidence in myself or confidence in God Mm -hmm. because I didn't believe that I was worth it. I didn't believe I was good enough. I had yet to receive the fullness of God's love. I was, I had yet to receive that, that, that big Papa bear hug from Abba, from God, Mm -hmm. the father. I, I had yet to hear the Lord say, not audibly, but in my, in my spirit, knowing that God was saying, son, I love you. You're doing a good job or for him to even call me son. And maybe there might be daughters listening for him to call you daughter. Mm -hmm. Right. And so what the orphan spirit does is it, it, it begins to section you off from experiencing the fullness of God. Because it begins to affect your conversations, begins to affect your day job. It begins to affect even your thought process process of where you're going with mm-hmm. God and if you're going to be able to succeed. I mean, I've had conversations recently and I'm just like, whoa, like red flag, orphan spirit coming out. Like it's not it's not an illegal term. Like it's OK if you struggle with the orphan spirit. It's OK if you've struggled with it here and there, but it's not OK to remain there. So, babe, what is your what is your perspective on this? I know you were you were feeling something about a generational, mm-hmm. you know, pass down or what, but share a little bit about that. Yeah, I believe that we can sometimes when we partner with the orphan spirit, and this isn't to just go around saying, 
oh, if you're offended, you must be an orphan or like operating out of an orphan spirit. And that's not true. We have to be (laughs) we have to be very careful with labeling people with that because it's just not good and it's very hurtful. Yeah. Um, And it's not the person. Right. It's the spirit that has come over them that they need to, to get freedom from. But I believe that it can happen generationally. Mm-hmm. I believe that when we partner with it or when our parents have or grandparents have, it can affect the generations. Now, I don't mean necessarily that it can fully. I think it can come through down the bloodline. But I think that when our kids watch how we interact Whoa. with each other and with other people, other adults, they're seeing our offenses and our bitterness and they're going to start taking that and partnering that with that as well. That's good. I know I have in certain situations like, oh, one of my parents used to react this way in certain situations. And so I'm going to react that way too. And so it's not even like a bloodline thing, I think, sometimes. I think sometimes it's just that's what we were taught. And so we were taught to be offended at certain things and how we react can partner with that orphan mentality of not feeling worthy of not feeling good enough i have for sure struggled with this Mm -hmm. so much in my life even up to this past year i feel like i feel like this past year i have gotten a lot of victory (laughs) over this sucker (laughs) i'm like you can go back to the pit of hell where you came from i am done with rents due and you have not paid yes come on (laughs) get out eviction notice to the poverty and oh poverty spirit that was another one we gotta we gotta hit that one right too for sure we're working on that (laughs) i in my own life i have dealt with this in friendships in family ships, family relationships, um, to the point of not feeling worthy, to the point of allowing it to simmer and stir into pride so that I wasn't allowing my voice to come up and be heard. It was keeping me from starting a platform, platforms on social media where I'm now realizing the Lord has called me to these avenues and for so long I have pushed them away. I've pushed away the microphone out of fear of not being good enough, out of fear of messing up, out of saying the wrong thing, out of what are people going to say? What are people going to think? Oh my goodness, am I going to be admonished for something that I say? And that is so prideful. Like the orphan spirit and pride go hand in hand. Like they are brothers. They are rooted (laughs) together. So if you feel bitterness and offense when you have certain conversations with people, like that is your pride. Um, so I would get that so often. I mean, we were youth pastors for five years. I was telling Dom this the other day, um, back in Florida, I probably got on that mic maybe four or five times in five years because I was so orphan spirited to where I was like, I'm not good enough to get up there. I have nothing to say. Like, what do I have to say to these kids? Like, I have no knowledge, no wisdom. And that is just the enemy telling you like, oh, of course the enemy doesn't want you to share. Of course he doesn't want to tell your testimony. Y'all, I had a testimony burning within me. And I went five years not sharing that with a room full of hungry students. (laughs) Who knows what could have happened if I would have opened my mouth to speak. No more. Literally, 
Your Boom. testimony, y'all, the way I used to live for the devil, I get so fired up about orphan tendencies and mentalities now because of how shut up it made me for so long. I'm yeah. like, devil, you are going to pay for the 100%. years you took from me where 100%. I where you took my voice and my roar because y'all you have a testimony the way you used to live for the devil we should be living 10 times more 100 times more for the gospel we should not be boring christians (laughs) i got a thing to say about boring christians y'all if you are boring you do not know the gospel you do not know jesus because he is exciting if you used to stay up till 12 1 2 3 4 a.m at the bars like i did out at the nightclubs until the lights went off And then you would go to Denny's and IHOP and these other places afterwards. But you are checking your watch 10 minutes into service. Are you kidding me right now? It is time to wake up and it is time to know your identity, your worth. It is time to start opening up your mouth and speaking because people need to hear what you have to say. People need to hear your testimony. Sorry, I'm fired up. She's only burning this way because (laughs) she's seen the orphan spirit roar its head one too many times Mm -hmm. and she said, I'm going to cut the head off of this demon and I'm never going to allow it to come back into my life again. Come on. Right? The orphan spirit disguises itself in our belief system. Mm -hmm. It disguises itself in our heart. And sooner than later, we realize we're so far on the edge of orphan tendencies and we're operating in such an orphan spirit day after day, night after night, that it's affecting relationships. It's affecting the the people around us. Nobody wants to be friends with you because you're a glass half full Mm -hmm. or a glass half empty kind of guy. Mm -hmm. You're not seeing the fullness of it. Like you're looking at the poor things. That's poor me, poor me. Oh, I'm just a failure. I'm not, I'm not going to amount to anything. Baloney. Open (laughs) up the, 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 the love book, the book of love, the, the, the greatest love story you've ever written, you've ever read. It's called the Bible, and it will literally debunk everything mm-hmm. that the devil tries to throw at you. Yes. If we could become so familiarized with what Scripture tells us yes. about our identity. Listen, we're so passionate about this topic of identity. Mm-hmm. was because the enemy targeted us so early mm-hmm. in our lives and said, Ha-ha, I've got them. Mm-hmm. And we're going to come back, and we're going to raise up a generation of young people yes. that know who they are in Christ, who are whole sons and daughters, so that when the devil comes knocking at, that, at their door, they don't open it. Mm-hmm. They know the sound of his knock. Yes. There's a distinctive knock that the devil's going to try to come into your life. He's going to try to sneak his way in. Guys, when we accept him, we accept his schemes, we open the door and say, come sit down at the couch. Right. And I can tell you he's a potato. Right. And on a practical note, because a lot of people don't know how to discern, is it the enemy? Yeah. Is it God or is it my flesh? This is how you know. Does it line up with the word of God? Yes. Is what you're hearing and what you're wrestling with, does it line up with God's word, what he has spoken, the truth that he has already written down? This is alive today. Does it line up with what he has to say? And if it doesn't, if it is aligned with shame, condemnation, hurt, bitterness, that is not from the Lord and you need to kick it out the door. Yes. Because I know so many people that come to me with wrestles of, well, how do you hear the voice of the Lord? How do you know your identity? How do you know that God says you are? First of all, there are hundreds of scriptures in this that literally tells you who you are. 
in First Peter, it talks about you being a royal. Hold on, that's you trying to steal my flame, real quick, girl. Sorry, that's All my right. verse. All right, so First Peter one nine says this: "But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for God's own possession, yes. that you mo you may proclaim the excellencies of Him who mm -hmm. called you out of darkness into His marvelous yes. marvelous light. Once you were not a people." Beloved, once you were an orphan, mm -hmm. once you were rejected, yes. once you were far away, but now you are God's people. Mm -hmm. yes. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. Yes. It's the goodness mm -hmm. of God that chooses us day after day. Aren't you so glad <sighs> that God the Father, when we turned our back on him, he didn't write us off? Aren't you so glad that when we rejected God, he didn't turn his back on us? Mm -hmm. He remained faithful. And spoiler alert, he will remain faithful. Yeah. His name is faithful and true. Mm -hmm. I mean, guys, just read 1 Peter 1. Read read the, the, the scriptures. Some of you might even need to put a sticky note on your rearview mirror, your bathroom vanity mirror. Like you may have to get creative. Write it on your on your 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 hand. Make a background on your phone. I am a child of God. Yes. I am chosen. I will I will be fruitful. Mm -hmm. I will see the goodness of God in the land of the living. Right? The promises are yes and amen over your life. Mm -hmm. But are you believing false narratives or are you believing the truth of who God says that you are? Yeah, and if you're a mom or dad listening to this right now, just imagine your children not thinking themselves worthy. What does that do to you? What does that do to you when you look at your kids and they don't think they're good enough to be loved? How do you think that much more the Father sees us when oh, we geez. think we aren't worthy or loved? And I put down in my notes, giving you guys homework this week. Oh. Every single morning you wake up, the first thing you are going to declare over yourself is first you're going to say, God, you are good. You are all powerful, omnipotent. And then you are going to proclaim your own identity in him and say, I am called. I am loved. I am worthy of the calling you have placed on my life. Yeah. I am bold. I am confident. I am a son of God. I am a daughter of the most high king. Mm -hmm. And you put these things into your mind and you partner with them. First thing, you don't partner with TikTok. First thing, you don't partner with Whoa. Instagram, Snapchat, Be Real, <sighs> Twitter, Facebook, whatever it is, you partner with the word of God. You partner with who God says you are first thing yeah. so that when you do open your phone and start to scroll through these things, you've already told the devil who you are. He cannot come and penetrate your thinking anymore. Yeah, no, that's so good. And I even, I even will tag along that. Start asking the father before God, ask him, God, who do you say that I am? Mm -hmm. yeah. I'll tell you what, this was one of the most powerful encounter, the most powerful encounters that I ever had was when I began to ask God, who do you say that I am? Yeah. Guys, I did not know the love of God until that moment in 2015. When I was literally, sorry, 2014, 13, holy cow. 2013, mm -hmm. I could... 10 years ago, babe. I could go back to the carpet in Stewart, Florida, <laughs> where the love of God hit me like a weighted blanket knocked me to my knees and I began to weep as the song that was being played over me. The lyrics were love came down and rescued me 
love came down and set me free. I am yours. Mm -hmm. I am forever yours. And in that moment, the Lord shattered the box of orphan spirit that I had been wearing all my life and said, I love you, son. Mm. I believe in you, son. I died on the cross and bore your sins so that you could be free. No longer return to a yoke of slavery, but my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And in those moments, I was forever changed. Thanks now, that doesn't, that doesn't mean the orphan spirit hasn't come knocking. Mm -hmm. It hasn't tried to sneak its way into my belief system. Mm -hmm. And there have been times where I've had to kick it out. I'm not going to believe that because I know whose I am. Right. And I've heard him call me by name. Yes. When you have heard him call you by name, uh, it's game over. You will not go back. Mm -hmm. You will not find yourself in those tendencies anymore. Mm -hmm. Why? Because you've heard. You've listened. And if you fall off, it's because you weren't fully convinced. It's because you were not fully convinced of God's nature. We need to be a people that sit before the throne of God and say, God, expose what areas in my life that I don't understand your nature. Yes. We've got to be willing to say, God, mm -hmm. un unveil my eyes from anything that I might not understand. Give me wisdom. Give me a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of your son. Take me on a journey, God. Take me so far into the depths of my heart that I give you full permission to expose any area in my heart that I don't believe. Mm -hmm. Radical yes sometimes means heart surgery. Yeah. Giving a radical yes sometimes mean pain, means pain. Mm -hmm. Why? Because God paid the price for those areas that you've shut off from him. God wants it uh, all. God died on that cross for all of you. He died for all of us and every ounce of our lives. And if we could be a people fully consumed by nothing but God. Just think of the people you're going to set free when you find your voice, when you find your roar. I remember when I was pregnant with Elias this last thing, and then we'll pray us out. When I was pregnant with Elias, I remember the Lord giving me a vision of Thor's hammer saying, I'm teaching you how to knock down the walls in your own life so <laughs> that you will be like a hammer to the kingdom yes, to come God, and knock come down the walls of everyone else's. And I don't think that was a word just for me. I think this is a word for this next generation. The Lord is equipping you guys and giving you literally a Thor's hammer for your tool belt so that you can walk through these things, learn how to knock them down with the word of God. This is your hammer. Hello. Sword of the spirit. Knock them down and then you can turn around and help the next person and help knock down their walls and help bring them through it. Amen. Mm. Don't so just we, go through your orphan tendencies. Don't just get over it for yourself. Do it for the next generation. Yes. Do it for your yes. children, your grandchildren, and your great-grandchildren. Do it for your spouse. Do it for your children. Yes. Amen, babe. That was so good. So good. I love it. All right, so we're going to pray for us. And even if you don't feel like you struggle in this area, there may be a small space in your heart that struggles. So, Father, we just mm -hmm. declare right now over these listeners, mm -hmm. Father, we declare that any ounce of orphan spirit or orphan tendency would be completely broken off of them right now in the yes. name of Jesus. Any false identity, 
anything rooted in, in, in false love, we just bind it in the name of Jesus. Yes. We thank you, Lord, that perfect love casts out fear. And we mm-hmm. thank you, Lord, for those listeners tonight and those listeners today that might be getting set free even now. Father, we ask yes. that you would consume every fiber of their being with yes. your love. Fire. Encounter them like you did me, Father, years ago. Mm-hmm. Do it, God. Do it now in this season. And we thank you, Father, for your great mercy and your kindness and your mm-hmm. compassion. Thank you, in Jesus. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right, guys. Episode 5, we did it. Share it. Like it. Share it with your friends. We'll see you guys soon.